0: Welcome, fellow bastards. to Bastards backstage. This is where we find out a little bit more about our favorite bastards. Today's bastard is Amanda. She comes from the SIP list. I'm going to make sure to pronounce that correctly this time. Uh, she was also on our last episode, our hated movies bracket. And the reason why she's on the hated movies bracket is because we, it, the idea actually started on her show. We we did a uh, we did an episode of the sip list which is out now you can guys go ahead and check that one out of our top five hated movies and yes i made her cry um (laughs) amanda explain yourself
1: well uh, first of all i i might need you to explain yourself because when people listen to this you're gonna get a lot of hate i'm just gonna tell you that right now uh not this i mean the sip list um yeah, you? Woo! Yeah, you broke my heart, but that's okay. We're still friends. Um, so, I am Amanda. I host The Sip List, and it is a top five podcast. So, we talk about everything. Movies, music, books. Um, we have an episode about sex. We have another one coming up about sex. So, um, and, I, and I promise we keep it. We have a lot of fun, and it's very adult content, but when it comes to talking about sex stuff, I'm a very sex positive person and I want people to, that's just a thing I wish people would talk more about. So I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm very upfront about that and you know, it's something we should all talk about and enjoy in whatever capacity is appropriate to you. So no topic is really off limits. It's typically pop culture and um, yeah, I'm coming up on a hundred episodes here pretty soon. So we'll have a, a big celebration for that and I hope to have you back, but maybe next time you won't shit all over the movies I love.
0: <laughs> Tell you what, you I, I, I am more than happy to come back. That I, I was listening to our episode today. I was looking forward to it and um, I was sitting there going, it's like I don't know if she's gonna want me back after making her cry. So next time the the top the top five <laughs> movies that we hate was was my idea. Uh, let how about you come up with like a top five of like top five shows that 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 you would you would want to do? And then I'll just go okay. ahead and pick pick one from that. So hopefully, uh, I don't make you cry. or if if I do, it's at least worth it.
1: I cry a lot, so you know, it's okay.
0: But to be to be honest, we were both tearing up during this show. Uh, I upon listening to the show today, i I could feel, one of the topics that we touch, touched on was um, was not one of our most hated movies, but we did happen to touch on it. Was "It's a Wonderful Life," and uh, mm-hmm. there's a scene in that movie that always, even when I'm when I'm thinking about it, like I, I'm deeply thinking about it, it uh, mm-hmm. has a tendency to make me tear up a little bit. And it's just the effect. There's a whole bunch of dust in the room. That's What happens?
1: Yep, cutting onions over here. Yep, I think it's all right. Well. Yeah, um, I mean, the movies should make you feel that way. I think that, you know, people give me crap about that. You know, my husband just makes... He isn't actually, but he just makes fun of me. Why are you always crying at stuff? And why do you keep watching that if it makes you cry? And I'm like, because I like to feel stuff. And if you mm-hmm. don't feel all the feelings, and you don't know when you're happy and when you're not happy, you're just kind of like... Like, you know, without suffering, there's no, you know... or without no pain, joy without... You know, so... Plus, a movie is a safe space where you can do that and you know it's over in like two and a half hours you can go back to business.
0: <laughs> well, uh, I'm hopefully not going to have you cry on today's show. If you do, you do. It's 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 a safe... safe. I'll try not to. <laughs> place. It is a safe space today as well. I will get that out eventually. It does happen. Okay. But this is a general Q&A type thing. You are... Um, we're, we're just here to get to know... You. You a little bit better. Not only our fans, but uh, your fans who happen to click on this, there may be some questions on here that they would have never known about you, and we'll just go ahead and go from there. You ready to start their love? I'm ready. All right. The first question is always a fun one. We try to keep it light until late, uh, later on, and it is, okay. how many square feet of pizza do you think you eat in a year?
1: Ooh, damn. Um. You know, I should have thought about this actually. Okay, so hey, would you say hey, that I like one? You. <laughs> I know. Would you say I would say one medium pizza is probably one square foot, right? Uh, I
0: know a large. I I know a large pizza is eighteen inches. So I don't know how a big large a pizza. Foot
1: is. I don't do math.
0: <laughs> well, a square foot is twelve inches by twelve inches. Okay. So if you take two two larges. And I'm, I'm, gonna go, I'm, I'm going by the size of the box. Because there's no way in hell I'm going to go ahead and figure out what a um, round square foot is. So I'm going by no, the size of the box. I'm
1: just going to go ahead and guesstimate a medium pizza as about a square foot. So I can go off how many pizzas I eat. Uh, in a year. Uh, I don't know. I eat a lot of pizza. How many weeks are in a year? 52. I'm going to say about 40.
0: 40 square feet I eat,
1: of pizza, that's... I eat pizza at least once a week.
0: I am not a the same lot. way. I, I'm a bigger fan of pizza rolls, though. To be honest, like the Tostino's pizza rolls. Those yeah. Not a sponsor. Could be. <laughs> Tostino's, uh, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Tostino's. Uh, do you have a favorite topping or a place to go?
1: Uh, Pepperoni. And sometimes pepperoni and sausage. I also really like pepperoni and pineapple. I might get some hate for that. Um, I'm, I'm very basic. I don't like vegetables on pizza. Um, the only weird pizza I eat. So I guess my favorite, like probably to go place would be Papa John's or Pizza Hut. Pretty, pretty basic. Um, we also have Marco's pizza. I don't know if they have that everywhere, but, um, no Mark Marco's is really good, but for some reason their calorie content is almost twice that of other places. That's the reason why it's really good. Or, <laughs> yes. Um, but normally I'm a pepperoni or pepperoni and pineapple person or, or pepperoni and sausage. Um, I do make a pizza at home that has, um, I can't remember what it's called actually now that I, but basically the topping is like a ricotta lemon juice mixture and then um, Parmesan and arugula and prosciutto when you bake it and it's really good and then balsamic drizzle drizzle on the top other than that i'm pretty
0: basic see my favorite time to eat eat pizza was back when i was a kid back in the 90s they had that entire bucket program and everything else mm-hmm. but one of the one of the best things to do is go home have some pizza and jam out to some music which brings us to our next questions i am a Strictly 90s child. I was born in 86, which means I was four years old when ni- when the 90s started up to 14. <laughs> so formative years. Um, my I, I'm a 90s child. So what is your favorite 90s jam?
1: I was a preteen and teenager in the 90s. I graduated high school in 1997. So I was an 80s kid, but ooh, I don't know. I mean... I got to say I probably have some of my best memories riding around in my friend's car, my senior year listening to no diggity. So I'd probably, I'd probably put that towards the top just because obviously it's, you know, a banging song, but it's also, you know, good memories tied to it. Um, I'm such a big music person. It's really hard to choose just one song, but that's what popped in my head first. So there you go.
0: (laughs) Well, that was back in the nineties. What are you jamming out to now?
1: mostly alternative rock now um it's either older stuff like 80s and 90s whatever um and then I, if anybody has xm radio i listen to alt nation almost exclusively that and lithium which is all 90s grunge um i mostly get my new music from tiktok and tv commercials i do not listen to like uh, updated pop culture stations um except for alt nation which plays new and old stuff but alternative is probably my kind of where I just stay unless I'm listening to other but I listen to everything so it's hard
0: TikTok strikes again being a podcaster yourself you are you're you're kind of forced to come up with some creative solutions at times Um, it's a very kind of creative thing that we all do so I'm going to ask you a question to test your creativity how do you describe the color yellow to a blind man
1: Uh, Has this person always been...
0: The question is just what I gave you. You are are more than welcome to speculate however you you decide to go.
1: I would describe it as bright and sunny and joyous and illuminating. But they wouldn't know what sunny looks like if they've never been able to see. So that's why I was kind of like, well... Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's probably how I would describe it. If that's hard to do if you don't know if somebody's ever been able to see or not. You know what I mean? I, yeah,
0: <laughs> I know. Uh, I I'm may really have to edit the question. It. That that's 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 come up a couple of times.
1: <laughs> we're
0: gonna we're gonna stick with colors though. Uh, okay. You are a new crayon in a new box. What color are you, and why?
1: Am I a brand new color or just a color question, that already exists? The question okay. is completely <laughs> up to you. I would be majestic purple. And it would be like a mixture between eggplant purple and like royal purple. Um, First of all, purple is my favorite color. I think it's very luxurious and grand and... Royal and powerful, but it's also kind of soft and sexy and alluring. And that's how I would describe myself. So powerful when I need to be and seductive when I need to be. Use your imagination.
0: (laughs) Being sexy can can lead to a whole bunch of different things. But I want to talk about one thing right now, though. What is the funniest thing to happen to you recently?
1: Ooh. See, you got me thinking about... I, I'm thinking about sexy stuff now, and I'm like, wait, what? No. <laughs> um, <laughs> although then hey, it sex... like comedy. Uh, you know, if you can't laugh.
0: <laughs> exactly. Sex. Yeah. Sex is supposed to be comical. It's like be it. Fun. It doesn't have to be super serious. Uh, the some of the best sex, the best sex partners I've ever had, are just the ability to laugh at oneself. If you if you don't have that, yes. I, I don't. I don't want to. You could be the most attractive person on the planet. If you can't laugh at yourself, I don't want to be with you.
1: Okay, well then actually, I will tell you something that happened Monday night, and I won't get too graphic, but it does revolve around that. So, my husband and I have been together. We've been married nine years, um, and we've been together for 16 years. So, you know, we've had a lot of sex over those years, and we have tend to try to keep it interesting, as you have to do when, you know, you've been together forever. And especially when we were younger, we would, you know, do a lot of various places, and sometimes like semi-public places just to, you know, whatever. So, but we're older now, I'm 43. And so sometimes you think you can still do things physically that you realize you can't actually do anymore because you're old and fatter than you used to be. So we were at a hotel and, you know, coming back from dinner and he was like, you know, um, we were talking about our wedding night and we had this really fancy like velvet couch in our hotel room and talking about, you know, we had sex on the couch and other places. So he's like, okay, let's do it on the couch in the, in the hotel room. I'm like, Okay. So <laughs> we can get in there and he's on the couch and I'm trying to get on top of him. And I just cannot, like my knees would just not do it because the couch was like, just, you know, it's pretty because it's a hotel, but hotel couches are still shit. And I'm like, okay, your ass barely fits on this couch. And then I'm like half off the couch and half on him on the couch. And I'm like, we're going to fall over, and then I almost fell off of him. So we laughed about that for probably a good five or six minutes, and I was like, let's let's just go do it in the bed. It's okay. <laughs> a for effort, but let's just go do it in the bed. <laughs> so, you know, you have to laugh at getting older, too, or you get sad.
0: One of those A for effort it gets you a D somewhere else.
1: Exactly. But don't, but, sh-
0: uh, but uh, rim shot. All right.
1: I get it polling, I want
0: it <laughs> Yeah, I don't have that problem. so um, polling family and friends, what would they say you are most known for?
1: I would say it's equally two things that I hear the most from the people that know me. Um, I have a big mouth and I'm one of the most caring people they know. So. I'm very passionate and I care about the people I love and I will always stick up for what is right and people appreciate that about me, but I also have a very big mouth and sometimes don't know when to shut up. So.
0: Well, this this upcoming question gets... It's a question that gets answered with a question. What is one question that you will never answer in public?
1: Dang. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm a pretty open book. I guess... It, It would probably have to be something about my marriage, like if somebody, you know, what's the worst thing your husband's ever done to you to upset you or make you mad or hurt your feelings? I'm not going to answer that in public because that's, I think that's unfair. You know, stuff like how many sexual partners have you had? I don't care about answering that as long as my husband's not there because he doesn't want to know and I'm fine with that. But other than that, I don't mind telling people stuff like that, but I try to keep stuff about my marriage close to my chest because you know everybody fights and everybody has problems and you just work it out. So I probably wouldn't put him up last like that.
0: Yeah, that that's kind of one of those things. It, it that's one of those one of those worlds where it doesn't only affect you; it affects other people because you're not only talking right. about yourself. You're talking about your partner, and especially with him not there to there being able to defend himself right. or further questionings or something like that. And I don't know much about your husband, I, but I know a lot of people like my wife. I'm a very public person uh, with between the podcast and everything else. I, I answer questions all the time. I'm very, very honest about things. I always tell people the one question I will never answer is my social, social security number. <laughs> That's a good um, one. It is. And it, it, it's a, it's a cop out answer, but it works. But I was gonna say, my like wife.
1: Cheating. whatever.
0: My my wife, on the other hand, she's not a public person. She is a very she she loves being at home. She loves uh, being with the kids, uh, watching TV, whatever. Mostly because she's allergic to everything, so it kind of sucks to go outside. But especially that's a good
1: excuse to stay home. Shit.
0: (laughs) Well, say I live in, in in Iowa too, so we there's farming communities everywhere around yeah. here, so allergies are always up in the air. I feel super bad for yeah. it. I'm not allergic to anything except stupid people. Aren't we all? Kind of <laughs> makes me lash out at times. It's just what happens. But...
1: Well, I think that... about your marriage, you have to be careful because you have... You know, I have my couple of friends that I bitch to about him, but it's people who know him, and so they know... It, They know when I say something exactly how that story is going to go, but they also know the flip side of, you know, he's a good person or whatever, but I wouldn't just go around telling anybody, oh my God, you wouldn't believe what my husband just did. Because if I tell you one story, of course, you're going to think he's a dick because you don't know the entire context or the rest of our relationship. Mm -hmm. And so I, I try to encourage people to be careful about that because yeah, sometimes you can say stuff and you can't take it back and that's hard.
0: I don't really say anything negative about my wife in general, because I honestly don't have anything negative to say about my wife.
1: Oh my god!
0: No, I, I'm completely serious. I, I'm one of those people <laughs> that truly believes that he, that that he married up in the world. And uh, for you. why in the hell she's with me, I have no fucking clue. But it works. I'm pretty sure it's because I make her laugh. And uh, I'm a, is ch-
1: a great quality. cheaper
0: version. Well, I'm a cheaper version of a comedian. Like, you go out and spend, like, $20 on, like, a comedy ticket somewhere. That's a cheap comedy ticket. But you do that once a month. Stuff gets expensive. At least me, yeah. you get to sleep with them, too. So
1: Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh. my husband makes me laugh. He's my best friend. And, you know, he's um, very skilled in the bedroom. So those three things alone are, you know, <laughs> sign me up. <laughs> Does he piss Trophy. me off? Sure he does, but,
0: <laughs> you know. Well, yeah, but that's what I makeup sex is too. for. <laughs>
1: exactly.
0: So, all right. That question has a tendency to bring bring the tone down a little bit. It really didn't during this one. But um, the next question always has a tendency to lighten people's moods. Okay. A Penguin waddles through your doorway wearing a sombrero. What does he say and why is he there?
1: He said, he says, I am here to hug you and be your new best friend, cuddle buddy. And my sombrero is actually a chip hat filled with guac, like from Despicable Me 2. And so we're going to, we're going to enjoy chips and, well, actually, I don't like guac, so chips and queso. And then I'm going to be your cuddle buddy. Because I love penguins. (laughs) They're so cute.
0: Just no chips in the bed.
1: (laughs) No, God, no. Crumbs in the bed is like the worst thing ever. I can't stand it.
0: Uh, I work in a metal factory. Trust me, chips are not the worst thing to have in your bed. Okay, true story. Yeah. I <laughs> the, people always entire do the entire two truths and a lie gimmick. I'm not a huge fan of that. I think it's a little bit more. It, it's it's a little bit played out. So
1: I'm gonna flip okay. this on his
0: ear a little bit and go two lies and a truth. Two things about you that that seem true, that could be true, but aren't. Okay. And something about you that that isn't true. Uh, or sorry, something about you that is, that, that is true, but seems like it really couldn't be.
1: Okay. Um, let's see. My major in college was criminal justice. I am five foot four inches tall and
0: my favorite food is Italian. There you go. And our listeners can go ahead and comment below to figure out what they think is what your what your lie um, is between those three. Or sorry, what your truth is between those three. There you go. Somewhere I screw okay. myself up someone.
1: It's okay. We're Hello, friends. My name is Amanda and I am the host of the brand new podcast, The Sip List. Each week, my special guest and I will drink wine and count down our top five favorites of all the things. You can expect to hear us talk about subjects like movies, music, books, art, history, food, you name it, we're going to talk about it. You can find The Sip List on Facebook at The Sip List Pod, like the page, and join our private Facebook group for the latest up-to-date information and extra fun surprises. You can also find us on Instagram at The Sip List Pod, and on Twitter at list underscore sip. I hope you'll join me on this fabulous adventure as we get a little tipsy, have lots of fun, and laugh with our friends. And until then, just remember when life gets tough, just keep sipping.
0: We're gonna go. Uh, you're you're a fan of pop culture and stuff like that. So these these questions may be – they either may be very easy for you or very hard for you. There's really no no in, uh, in between on this one. <laughs> if you could if you could pick any character from any type of media, meaning uh, books, movies, TV, so on and so forth, that have characters in them, to be who would you pick and why?
1: God, you gotta narrow it down for me. Nope. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I know. Morticia Adams. I love her style. I love her confidence. She has the, her and her husband have the relationship that I think every marriage should have. They worship each other, adore each other. So yeah, I think that's who I would go with.
0: There you go. You, get a chance, you have a chance to be a little bit greedy on this one. Not really greedy, but selfish, I guess, would be a better term. How would you spend $1 million on yourself?
1: Just on myself.
0: Just on yourself.
1: I would buy a piece of land, build my dream house, um, and start a mini animal sanctuary. That is That is my dream. If I ever win the lottery... That's what I'm doing. There we
0: go. A million
1: dollars may not go very far with that, but I'm going to say it Yeah,
0: I was about about to say, like, uh, buying land alone is going to take about half of that.
1: So. Oh, yeah. We're talking about $1 million, aren't we? Yeah. Okay, I would buy some land to build my dream house. Yes, exactly. I'm ready to live away from where the people are.
0: Who was your celebrity crush as a teenager? Luke Perry. Rest in peace.
1: Yes. Close second, Mark Paul Gossler. Who didn't love Zack Morris? I mean...
0: Oh, okay. Like, yeah. I, okay. Zach Morris is trash. Let's just... Let's just say that right now. The character he played was trash. The person is a different story. But...
1: Sometimes, yeah. You're right. He was He the, was kind of a dick.
0: He gaslighted everybody during that in that show, especially Screech. And growing up as yeah, a nerd,
1: to Screech.
0: yeah, like no, he was super nice to Screech. You know, that's what the problem is that he he, he made Screech he feel to like he was.
1: Why do crappy shit for him?
0: That's the thing is that he made him feel like he was part of the crew, and he wasn't. And then he was just more of a more of a fixer than than anything else. But, I liked
1: him until he made out with Lisa. I That was where I was really like, Zach, I can't handle you anymore. Who does that to their best friend? Like, no. Not cool.
0: I still say the best person that entire show is Screech.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the best person? Probably, yeah.
0: Well, the best character, too. Like, it's in general, he's like probably the, best, the char- best character in that show.
1: Rest, rest in peace, Dustin Diamond, too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you could join any fictional family, that means join and not replace somebody. If you could join a fictional family, who would it be and why? Hmm.
1: Well, I mean, I could say the Adams Family, but since I already said that... Um,
0: right. Completely different question.
1: Probably... I can't remember their name. That's the problem. Um, the family uh, from Easy A... Olive's parents, her family and easy A. Oh, what are their names? They have a very yeah. small part in the movie, but they're so yeah. funny. Stanley Tucci is perfection and like they're the parents I would have loved having growing up.
0: He he's he's perfection in every single Everything. movie that he does. Everything. Like I'm I, I'm yet to see a movie. And he's very he's very, very underrated as an mm-hmm. actor. Like he's never named in like the top ten of anything. But that's because everybody forgets that he's there because he's doing his job Mm -hmm. so damn well
1: which sucks but because he he just steals every seed in my mind but him and i can't remember the name of the lady that plays his wife but she's really very familiar too but not a big well-known actress but their dynamic and the way that they've got her and then their adopted son and just the way that they all interact with each other like their comedy like i realize it's fictional but i would have fit right into that family so that's probably who i would choose yeah. Pendergast, that's their name, I think. Pendergast, Pendergast, something
0: like that. I yeah. That sounds familiar, but I couldn't tell you if it was true or not. So
1: <laughs>
0: we dove back in the past a little bit on on those few questions, we're gonna dive into the future on the next one. Okay. What are your goals? In uh in one year, five years, or ten years? What do you want to accomplish?
1: Or one, five, or ten or all three? All three. Okay. Um, one year. Honestly, this is gonna sound frivolous and you know, I I don't need the oh you're fine just the way you are. I would really in the next year like to lose about fifty pounds. And I would like to get my husband to lose some weight too. We are getting older and he is the epitome of good health, luckily, but heart disease runs in his family and you know, So I just feel like we both need to be healthier. So that would be like my most immediate like one year goal. Five years, I would like to move to the country. Not completely away from everything because I need to be able to access like a grocery store within like 15 minutes, but I would love to not be right on top of my neighbors. Um, I'm real tired of the HOA and the, you know, everybody... I can look out my window and see my neighbor's house i want some land and some quiet and some peace and 10 years geez well i say in five years i want a new house but in 10 years it would actually be kind of nice to be debt free right now our only debt is our house so we are pretty much debt free which is very nice um but it would be nice to just save all our money for retirement and you know, whatever, but I guess if we buy a new house we might not be able to do that. So clearly my goals do not align with each other and are not realistic, but it, it sounds Well, nice. I mean that
0: that depends. If you if you own your house outright, then you sell your house, you're gonna have say it's not like you've spent all this money not to get her to, to get the okay. money back. And if you if you sell your house for more than what you paid for it like I'm yeah. wanting to double the the price of this house by the time that that we actually sell it. So
1: we're almost at that point on ours where it's almost worth double what we paid for it. So
0: so there's that. So as long as you keep going, then you might be able to get something decent and still have the ability to pay off that house completely, and you're not going to have any debt as far as that goes at all. And then you'll still have something left for retirement.
1: Yeah, then we, my husband can work another ten years, and then we can maybe five years and then we can retiring early as a goal as well. But we'll have to see how that all pans out.
0: I always tell people that's what I would do if I win the lottery is just like re- retire early. But realistically, I'd probably still, still go to work. Mm-hmm. I would just, um, they would know that I'm not working for them. I'm working. So I'm, I'm not sitting there bored at home. Right. <laughs> It's like yeah. this. This this paycheck doesn't mean anything to me, realistically. This is just as like a little nest egg type thing that I don't even see this paycheck. Yeah. This paycheck goes goes for stocks and bonds and yeah. stuff like that. So when when I retire officially, I don't have to worry about it. It'd be nice to getting paid like I don't know, 50 grand a year, but you've already won the lottery, so none of that stuff r- really matters.
1: Right. And then,
0: and then, uh, ten years from now. You retire you you still have five hundred thousand dollars because of stuff that you haven't touched and if you put that into the stock market and and it does well you may have a million dollars sit sitting in your thing especially if you don't actually touch it yeah. so yeah. it's just it's Ugh. it just happens we are uh, we are in podcasting which means we talk a lot yes uh, i talk all the time i love words words are uh words are a passion of mine mm-hmm. there are a shit ton of words in the english dictionary some of them should be there some really should not be there <laughs> but my question is is what is your favorite word
1: Ooh, man why did I do this to me there's too many good ones
0: I, g- I gave you the opportunity for me to forward these questions to you and you're like, no, I'm fine on the spot.
1: Well, I felt like it would be more authentic if I didn't know the questions, but now I realize I'm just taking up time thinking about it. So. Oh,
0: I'm, I have nothing uh, else to do.
1: I'll, I'll know that for next time. Ooh, You know what's weird is it's right on the tip of my tongue because I know I have a word that I always say is one of my favorite words and I say it a lot and I can't remember what it is. So <laughs> how about that? I like the word scrumptious a lot.
0: It's a good word. It,
1: it, it just fits so many different. I mean if you want to, if you want me to be real, my actual favorite word is fuck. I know it's not fancy, but it's the most versatile. No, word. No, much language in my opinion. so that's actually my favorite word if, if you really want to know. <laughs>
0: All right, well, that's that's your favorite word. How about your least favorite word?
1: Ugh, moist.
0: <laughs> that's only the second time this has come up. Uh, <laughs> all right. And the favorite one of all three of these, what are, what's your most favorite swear word? But, uh, one, you've already used the word fuck, so you can't use it. Two, okay. uh, I don't consider fuck a swear word. It
1: uh, shouldn't.
0: It's not, it, it, for me, it's a... It's a sentence enhancer. At the very best, it just it just adds more oomph to what what you're saying. What it yeah. is. So it's like a with period that, or
1: an exclamation mark.
0: <laughs> you could use that entire entire thing for a sentence. What it is. What is your favorite swear word?
1: Um, besides, fuck, which is just so good.
0: Mm-hmm. fun to say, it's fun to do.
1: Probably asshole, because I like to call people assholes. <laughs> I, that's kind of a basic one, but um, I say it a lot. So I guess that would right. be it.
0: Well, we had favorite, least favorite, and your favorite swear word on words, but we're going to switch to sound on this one. What is your favorite sound? <laughs> what? <laughs> Such an odd question. I know this is not your normal interview show.
1: I mean, how? Okay, I can't say that. Um, probably maybe the sound of my cat purring.
0: <laughs> I say I was about to go back to the previous one of the previous conversations we we've had about the entire um, what is it? It's a wonderful life. Every time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings. It's a bell. What about your, <laughs> what about your least favorite sound?
1: Oh, gum chewing or, or gum smacking. When people smack or pop their gum while they're chewing it. Oh, God, it makes me want to stab somebody like it. That is one of the ways to get me from zero to like a hundred and half a second. I cannot stand that sound. Ooh, I'm getting mad just thinking about it. Okay. <laughs>
0: now see me, I'm the type of person to do that intentionally just to make people mad.
1: Oh I <laughs> I <it's>... do. <laughs> ha, have you do ever stuff read 1984?
0: just to watch the world burn. The yes.
1: what? Did you ever read 1984? George Orwell?
0: A long time ago for school, so I probably slept halfway through it.
1: Well, basically at the end they they put they put this guy in a room and they and it's with your like your biggest fear um Mm. and so he ends up in a room full of rats but it's supposed to be a form of torture so if you were going to put me in a room and it was a form of torture that's probably what you could do to me is someone sitting there popping and smacking their gum i would literally go out of my mind in probably an hour (laughs) that are
0: spiders (laughs) nothing wrong with spiders you just hurt when they bite you stay away from me (laughs) you got your own corner in the dank, dirty basement. Randall's
1: over here. <laughs> yeah.
0: Who or what in this world inspires you? Hmm.
1: Well, it depends on what I'm being inspired to do. I mean, my, my family inspired, you know, my husband and my daughter inspire me to be a good person and be a good parent and wife and, you know, take care of people. Music inspires me to be creative and, and to feel all kinds of feelings, so that's probably the other thing. Music is very inspirational to me. So yeah, probably that. And oh, what and
0: wine. <laughs> well, no, no, just yeah, wine. <laughs> and what in the words of Peter Griffin grinds your gears? What shuts you down?
1: Oh man. Probably when people attack my character. That really, I take that very personally, even if I know they're completely wrong. Because I try so hard to be a good person, and I think that I am a good person, and I have a good heart, and I want what's best for everyone, not just what's best for me. So I think when people, if someone attacks my character, that makes me really just kind of, like, want to disengage and want to not be around them or talk anymore because it I take it really I take it really personally
0: if you're not doing what you're doing now what is your dream job
1: um making money doing this would be great I could make money podcasting and like you know contribute to the household while doing that and reach more people um not because I want to be famous by any means but because I I would like to be an inspiration to people or I would like to inspire people to go do something or watch something or try something that they haven't thought of before. Um, That or, again, if if I could, if I won the lottery, my dream would be to have like, you know, a hundred acre ranch and save as many animals as I can and then adopt them out and just keep animals from dying and being homeless and tortured and all that. That's. That would be my dream.
0: And what is one job that you will never do under any circumstances?
1: I mean, I would never be a sex worker. Just not my cup of tea. I would never wait tables again unless I absolutely had to, although I think it's a job everyone should have at least once.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Builds character. And hopefully teaches you not to be an asshole.
0: I say retail is the same way.
1: Yeah, retail and food service. Everybody should have to do it. It's just, you know, changes the way you treat people, I think. But I could be wrong.
0: If heaven does exist, what do you want God to say? Or what do you, what do you want to say to God when you arrive in the pearly gates?
1: I would want him to explain to me. And I'm going to contradict something I said earlier. Because I, I realized the whole, you know... Without suffering, there's no joy, but I'd, I'd want him to explain to me why so many innocent people, babies, children, animals have to suffer while assholes get to go on living their life with nothing bad ever happening to them. And then what would I say? I'd probably say, How the hell did I get here?
0: <laughs> what do you want written on your tombstone? Or if you do not want a tombstone, because I know a lot of people really don't really care for them. What do you what would you like your dying words to be?
1: Mine would say Phoebe Buffet buried alive. Okay. That's from friends. <laughs> um I would like it to say Here lies Amanda. Hottest wife ever, best mother that ever lived, and the best friend that anyone ever had and lover of wine. That's a lot to put on a tombstone. Maybe just hottest wife ever. Hottest woman ever. There you go.
0: I'm gonna give you some time to speak your piece to the world. If there is there's something that you would like to say to your fans or in the worldwide in general.
1: Well actually, so it for fans that are listening or people that are just getting to know me, thank you. I appreciate you. This podcasting stuff has been something I never knew I really wanted, but I really, it's like I've found my niche, I guess. So um, and it's brought me a lot of new friends like Freddie. Um, so I'm very grateful for everybody. Um, oh my God, to the world. Can you all just leave women alone? Can you just let us be real people with real value and equal value to everybody else? And that goes the same for, you know, people of color and LGBTQIA plus I think I got that right to ever, can we just let people fucking live I am so tired of living in a world where my grandmother and mom fought for me to have rights that I don't have anymore and to have an 18 year old daughter going out into the world like it would just be nice if we mattered as much you know and people are so awful to each other and I just you know I don't know the divisiveness and the way people treat each other is just something I've never witnessed in my life I mean probably not since 9-11 I mean you know right after 9-11 people were getting together and then after that they were like okay all the Muslims have to go like you know can we stop being those people and be the people we were on like September 12th and just treat each other with kindness there's too much hate in this world and too much I see I'm getting real crazy here Uh, I just want people to be nice to each other. I don't think it's that fucking hard. It costs zero dollars to be a decent human being. And to just not be shitty to people. Like, it's not hard. So. Yeah. That's about it. (laughs) You're welcome.
0: And the final question, as always, is... Where in the world can they find you?
1: Everywhere. Um... Mostly, So I'm all over social media. Um, sip List has a Facebook page as well as a group. Um, it's called the Sip List Pod Squad. So you can request to join the group. And we have a little extra fun in there. Um, Twitter, list underscore sip. Um, the Sip List Pod on Instagram and TikTok, which I try to keep up with but sometimes fall behind on. Um, but we're out there. And then all the podcasts platforms
0: as well so there you go congratulations on your uh, 100th episode coming up as well thank you um, for the other people out there I am Freddie Fisher I'm the host of this stuff you can find me at that on Facebook while you're on Facebook check out Bracket Bastards the S in Bastards is a dollar sign there's a story somewhere in the archives just go ahead and look for that one uh, check out uh Bracketology, which is where actually this entire thing started many moons ago, we have two polls up currently. They are um, Toon villains and football movies, and there's actually a third one, but that's just for people who are who are um, fans of the page, I guess, or members of the page, because that doesn't get shared anywhere. It's just it's just on that page. But you can go ahead and vote for it. It's their it's their picks on movies. There's like 60. There's, I don't know there's probably like 69 of them or so that uh, they picked and they're all in there it's a hodgepodge of different things <laughs> on Twitter at The Bachelor that I warned you about we are all at Bracket Pod, and as always you can find me on Instagram and my favorite one of all at can't lick me
1: <laughs> Other- why <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway
0: <laughs> only certain people can lick me okay. there's okay. there's the entire thing uh, I will end this show the same way that I end every single episode of Bastards Backstage, and this with one simple line, a simple challenge. I've done this with every show except for one, but that was for a very special person. And it is, um, it is okay to be a bastard. Just don't be a dick.